Hello, this is Aubin Palmer and welcome to Everyday Thriving, Business Success for Women. Listen to this podcast if you're ready to step into your full power as a woman running a business and stop using the models you've seen the men use. I want to help you learn how to go with the flow, use your intuition, and not hustle to create the business you want and thrive. Let's go. Welcome. I'm so excited to be with you again this week. And I just love having guests on this podcast. And I think women are amazing. Of course, that's who I serve. And I just think finding other women running businesses, doing what they do, shining their light is so empowering for you running your business, knowing how to do it, seeing example. There's no comparison ever. It's just seeing other women doing what you're doing and being inspired by them. And today is actually another coach. And I know Trisha B. Singer because she is a life coach like I am. We both certified at the Life Coach School in 2020 and live in Utah. So we connected by location and program and just got in touch. And then she actually joined one of my first group programs back in 21 about your time and balancing it. And that was awesome. We connected even more there. And then we've just stayed in touch and gotten closer and closer. And I have just loved watching her as she has developed this beautiful coaching business about relationships. And so Trisha and I are actually even going to do a retreat together in October. And we're going to tell you all about that at the end of this podcast. So stay tuned. We want to give you kind of a peek into what that is. But to really introduce Trisha, welcome, Trisha. How are you? Hi, I'm so happy to be here. I love this topic and you. Oh, thank you. So good to have you. And tell everyone a little bit more about what you do and what your niche is as a coach. So as a coach, I empower women in their relationships. So relationships are my passion. It's what I love. So I love to empower women so that they can show up like for their children, for their husbands, for themselves in a more empowered place. That's beautiful. And empowered is one of my favorite words. That's just such a beautiful idea and concept that we can have as women, because I feel like society for so long has just beat us down as people and as women specifically, and just learning how to be empowered and be who you want to be in your relationships is, is empowering, right? That's just what you said. And I just love that. And I asked Trisha here today to talk about really learning to empower yourself with your relationship with yourself to improve the relationship you have with your business, with your customers, your clients, the people in your business, maybe even employees, people you hire by contract, anything. And it all origins in how your relationship with yourself is. So my first question for you with that, Trisha, is what have you found is the best way to really get to know and work on your relationship with yourself? Mm, That's such a good question. I think too, a lot of people are a little bit scared to think about the relationship they have with themselves. It's not something we super think about a lot. We always typically think of our relationship with so-and-so or this or this. Yeah. So even taking the time to even consider that you have a relationship with your own self is mind blowing, I think, and new for most of us. Um, And why I love to work on it is because, like you said, it affects every other relationship. So a lot of self-reflection, talking to yourself, 
asking yourself questions, getting to know yourself. What do you like? What do you not like? And why? I think those simple questions really help you get to know you. But also what I help women do is just tuning in to their own self-talk. Instead of just letting it run in the background unnoticed, (laughs) just tune in. Almost like step outside of yourself and listen to what's playing in your head Mm -hmm. and notice how you talk to yourself. Do you beat yourself up? Is it mostly negative? Are you condescending? Are you kind of rude? Are you an inner bully? Um, Is there a lot of thoughts about shame? Like I should have done this. I shouldn't have done that. What's wrong with me? Like, I'm not good at this. And if that is kind of your go-to thinking that you're not paying attention to, it will affect how you show up, like you said, in your business with your clients, how you sell anything. Yes, this is huge. And I love what you're saying because this is a very foundational with what we've both learned as life coaches of your thoughts are what create your reality for you and how you talk to yourself like you were just describing is thoughts. And I remember before I learned mindset work, thought work, coaching, I thought they were just there. Like there was nothing I could do about it. Like almost like the thoughts were just how I talked to myself and that's just how it had to be. And I'll work on changing how I talk to myself, but I didn't even know how. And I didn't know it was as simple as recognizing how I was talking to myself, what thoughts I was having and being conscious of them so that I could decide do I want to think this? Do I want a different thought? And just letting go of those thoughts and not that I had to somehow crack into my head and fix it, but just be aware of the thoughts I was having and choose if I wanted to have those or choose different ones. And saying it that simply just, I feel like is so empowering because it is so simple. And people oftentimes feel like I can't change the way I talk to myself. So what have you found really helps people when they do talk hard to themselves? Because that is a default for most people. Our subconscious minds do that. What have you found is the best way to help people be aware of what they're saying to themselves and know how to shift those kind of thoughts and talk to Mm. The best way to do that is with questions. Mm. Because a lot of times we think, oh, I just have to find a nicer thought or come up with one. And our brain lives in patterns and it loves to rinse and repeat because it conserves energy. So it's like, if I've always thought this way, I'm just going to keep thinking that way because I don't have to stop and really think about it and try to think about something new just takes energy for the brain. Um, Questions are interesting to the brain. Questions bring natural curiosity. Questions just is the best way I have found for my clients to change thinking instead of like, here's all these lovely thoughts you should think. No, let's question all the ones you have. That's beautiful. Can you give some examples of the kind of questions you found help with that? Yeah, I'll give you some that I use on myself. Okay. So my brain used to say things like, like, you don't know how or not, you don't know how, I don't know how was like such a common thought that I wasn't even super paying attention to um, until I started paying attention, right? Until you open your brain to even listening to your own self. That's how you move your thoughts from 
like your default brain or your subconscious brain into your conscious brain. So just like what you're saying is like, wow, I didn't even know I could decide <laughs> to, yeah. to have this thought or not. How you decide, you have to move it to your conscious awareness. You have to move it to the part of your brain that can make decisions. And awareness is how you do that. Anyway, so the thoughts that my brain would think was like, I don't know how, um, nobody takes me seriously. I'm the baby of my family. So like, I don't really know what I'm doing. I need somebody to help me. I can't figure it out on my own. Like just those kinds of thoughts in my business were just coming up for me a lot. And I would get stuck. Like I'd be like, well, I don't know how. <laughs> if that's yeah. just a fact, nothing creative was coming to my mind. No solutions were coming to my mind. I was just, well, I don't know how. So I guess I have to wait for someone to help me because I don't know how. So by asking questions, that really helped me because I couldn't go from I don't know how to I do know how. My brain was like, I didn't trust that. I didn't believe that, right? It was too far of a jump. Mm -hmm. So I could go from I don't know how to really? Do I not know how? Am I sure I don't know how? What if I did know how? What would, mm -hmm. I, what would I do if I thought I knew how? And then your brain can start looking for ideas and wondering and guessing. And it's much easier to play there than, no, I do know how. Immediately, your brain will be like, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, because you've been believing I don't know how for so long, right. which, like you said, our brain is patterns. It, if you've been believing it, it's more comfortable to feel I don't know how, even though it's creating maybe some uncomfortable emotions, it's what you're used to. And so with what you're saying, I love that of just coming into curiosity to open up your mind to, well, what do I know how to do? Is there anything I do know? What do I know how to do to figure out how to do what I'm trying to learn how to do? And yes. that, that curiosity helps. And it made me think of a question I love to ask clients and my own self for my relationship with myself all the time. And I get it from Byron, Katie, is yes. it true? Yes. It's one of my favorite questions. And it's so, because we believe it like it's a fact, but if you just ask that simple question, is it true? You mm -hmm. question the validity of it. Is it absolute? Is it really true that you don't know how? And you could think, well, maybe there are some things I know. What what else is there that I could figure out? And it, it opens up that curiosity too. And it help, makes it so easier to let go of the thought you've been holding on to from your subconscious you brought it to awareness now you're thinking okay i don't know how to do this and then you with that question of is it true you can soften your attachment to it and be ready to let it go and find answers like you said that aren't just the opposite of it of yes i know how to do this perfectly which probably isn't true either Right. <laughs> but but finding parts that are true, that that is not an absolute statement and being open to that. And I love what you said with this, like an example in your business of I don't know how I hear people say all the time, I'm not good at this. Nobody likes me. Nobody wants to work with me. I'm never going to make enough money. I don't know what I'm doing, like all those same kind of thoughts. And they just say it like it's a fact. Right. And that is this negative self-talk they're giving themselves that they don't realize is optional, is creating the relationship with themselves for their business that makes it really hard to do anything or find any answers. And just asking these kind of questions and being curious is a great way to open your mind and recognize that this is a thought, that you don't have to think this. 
and be ready to find something that does serve you to find your own creativity and your own way of doing it and finding answers. So going back to just the foundation of your relationship with yourself, what have you found is the hardest part for people with having a relationship with themselves? Mm, The hardest part. Oh, I have a few ideas. Um, I think the hardest part for people in having a good relationship with themselves, like there's a lot of fear, I will say with my clients, there's a lot of fear that if I am nice to myself and if I like myself, heck, if I even loved myself, yikes. Like they're afraid. They're Mm -hmm. genuinely scared because what we have all kind of been taught, most of us anyway, is that kind of like that shame or those shoulds or those have tos or the beating up of yourself is how you get a result. That's how you get something is like, you should do this. You shouldn't have done that. Why did I do this? Like, ugh, I'm so stupid. We think leads to being smart. (laughs) Like we think So it's just like we're programmed in self-hatred is how we get to self-improvement is how we get better at something is how we get results faster. Mm -hmm. And so so afraid that if we're nice to ourselves or we believe in ourselves or we see something good in us, we're just going to kick back on the couch, eat Cheetos, get zero results. We're not going to do anything because we're just good as we are, whatever. Mm -hmm. So many people are afraid that if they love themselves, they will give up. Yes. You just touched on a huge point. I have seen so many people struggle with, and I I totally agree that society has taught us that, that you have to be hard and it's all or nothing and you go all in. And what comes up for me is like yo-yo dieting where like you do get results pretty quick because you are so hard on yourself, but you can't sustain it. You give up. You can't hold it because it's you're so hard on yourself that it's not genuine and it's just beating yourself up to do the super restrictive diet that maybe makes you lose weight really quick, but then you can't live that way. And so you don't stay there. And that's just like a metaphor for life in any example with this. Yes. And with that, like really quick on the dieting thing, um, the yo-yo, right. Where we like get some results and we're like, yes. So then it convinces our brain, look, it's working. Hating my body is the thing that's getting me to the gym. Hating my is the thing that's getting me to write some goals down or some resolutions we then make that link stronger in our brain where we're like look that is the way to get there is look how gross you are in the mirror like ew like you don't you gotta fix this this is bad you don't look good it gives us sometimes that little like oh I'm gonna do something about it but like you said it's not sustainable why because you're miserable doing it. The brain wants to avoid that misery. And so it's got to get off that train eventually and that cycle. Right. So Mm -hmm. I love how you said that because it is very self-sabotaging is what I see there is like the brain is saying, oh yeah, this is how I'm going to do it. This is working. And at the same time, the brain's like, but this doesn't feel good. So I'm not going to do it anymore. So it it doesn't work together. And I love what you talked about. Like we think if we love ourselves, how we are, we're just going to sit on the couch and eat Cheetos because so many people really do believe that. And it's so fascinating because when you're in your true energy with love, 
unconditional love I have seen is just like the gateway to just life and enjoying and thriving. And when you give that to yourself, you don't want to sit on the couch and eat Cheetos. That's not even in your desires anymore. When you're desiring that, it's because you're so burnt out and so uncomfortable and have been so hard on yourself. So you need that respite of watching a show and eating Cheetos. When you're feeling so good about yourself and you're loving yourself exactly the way you are, you want to go do something. You want to go use who you are to do something and be who you are to do something, which goes hand in hand. And a lot of women I see want to run a business with who they really are, but then they step into this energy of, I just have to get the results to love myself. I I'm going to use my business to validate that I'm enough, that I'm good, that people like me. And then that sabotages again, their relationship with themselves and their business, because the results of the business do not define you. They do not matter in who you are or your worth Mm -hmm. and coming to that energy and understanding, loving yourself, believing in yourself and not needing the business to prove you're enough is actually what empowers you to then run a business successfully. It's, it's opposite, just like with the dieting and like you were saying. Yes. So, so as you've talked with clients, what would you say when you notice the shift into loving themselves and being okay, what, what do they usually do? Kind of like I was saying, they don't need the couch and Cheetos anymore. What do you see people doing when they do learn to love themselves and feel that connection of who they really are? Oh, Aubin, I get goosebumps even with this question. Like I'm going to cry about it. Um, What I see with my clients when they start to grasp it, when they start to see that like, maybe it's not dangerous to love myself, just maybe that could be a fuel that doesn't burn out. Like I don't need to depend on willpower. It's just a power in and of itself, like you said. And, and I learned one time that love is the highest vibration because our body feels feelings and vibrations. That's how we know right. the difference, right? Like I... that's how we know the difference between love or shame or excitement or fear is they vibrate different. They vibrate high, they vibrate low, they feel yucky or they feel amazing, right? Love feels incredible. And if you have that high vibration in your body, the last thing you want to do is put crappy food in your body. The last thing you want to do is harm yourself or anyone else. The last thing you want to do is just do nothing. What it gives you is this natural, incredible energy that drives you to goodness, that drives you to creation, that drives you to loving others, that drives so much of your business and how you show up with every single client or anything in your business with that self-love, it's like a power. It's not like I need the result to prove myself that I'm good enough. It's like, I just want to create because I love me and I deserve that. And everybody can benefit, including me. Does that make sense? Yes. No, I love how you said that. And I got a little goosebumpy too, because it's just so, this is like what fuels us. We are so similar this way of just believing that loving yourself is good and it is going to help everyone and the world and your business. And I just seen so many women 
like when they, when I'm working with them as clients, so frustrated with their results. And mm -hmm. as we dive into like, why are you unhappy with your results? Why are you feeling guilty that you're doing well in your business, but you're not with your kids as much like just different aspects that will come up. It's often just because I need to feel good about everything external to then feel good about myself. Mm -hmm. And I love to help them switch that and say, as you come inward with feminine energy and loving as women, we seek love. That is part of our feminine energy. And when we just seek for it externally, it's giving the power away is what right. I like to say. And when you learn to just give it to yourself, unconditionally exactly the way you are today with exactly the results you have today with exactly everything as it is and love pure true unconditional love like you said it's the highest vibration you come into your highest power if you want to know who you really are love yourself today that's okay. how you find it is just with love and people have just had such a hard time loving themselves and I have a client that she's such a loving, giving, caring person. And a lot of her business has to do with loving others. And I've helped her to find it by saying, love yourself the way you love your clients, love yourself the way you love your kids. Would you ever talk to your kids the way you're talking to yourself? And when I ask that question to people, they're like, well, of course not. Mm -hmm. And say like, so step into that power you already have, you know how to love just shine it back on yourself. Yes, so sure. what difficulties have you seen with people learning how to love themselves? And what have you used as well to help them really shine that love back on themselves? Yeah, that's one of the ways I do kind of use too, is to show them how compassionate they already are, to show them how loving they already are to others, how much they consider other person's needs, how much they want them to be pleased, how much they will support their someone else's dreams. Like, as mothers and as women, I do feel like that is our superpower. It comes very natural for us. Like it is probably the easiest thing in the world for me to cheer somebody else on. Like I just want them to do well or my children, like even my little boy will be like, mom, you're so loud at my soccer game. I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm just yes. so happy. like I want to cheer you on. Like I want to lift you up. And it's like, I do show women that they already have that. Just like you said, we already have it. This isn't something that we actually need to learn. Like we're so unfamiliar with it. What we're unfamiliar with and what we need to learn is directing it both ways, shining the light both ways. And that a lot of women will look at me like, huh? Like what? <laughs> How would I do that? I'm like, because if we only direct it one way towards everyone else, right? what happens and we're unaware of this what happens is we get resentful yeah we get desperate we get depressed right we lose ourselves when we only direct it to others and i know that sounds crazy to women cuz we love to be in service mode and giving mode and forget ourselves forget ourselves forget ourselves but we're sad we're resentful we're tired our needs aren't met we're not inspired we're not creating we're not actually really showing up because we don't have the energy so it is absolutely fundamental and so important that you direct that already lovingness that already compassion both ways and knowing you already have it just makes it that much easier I think you're like oh yeah what I say to my children when they make a mistake like it's okay you're amazing 
say that to you. It's like yes. what you say to your husband when he's having a bad day and you're like, tell me about it. Like that must be so frustrating. Say that to you. Right. It's yeah. so easy. And I love, I've realized too, that the more you love yourself, the higher capacity you have to love others. And mm -hmm we think like i'll give 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 and then i'll take care of myself and when you reverse it like we're talking about you increase your capacity to love it's a vibration you have to be in and when you are at that vibration for yourself that's the capacity of love you have to give and it's yeah. kind of a different way of saying like the cliche phrase of filling your cup first but it's it's true because if you don't know how to love yourself you are limited in how to live love others because like yeah. you said, it then it couples it with resentment and burnout and you can't give as much as you want. But when mm -hmm. you learn to direct it towards you, you can love more. And when this comes to your business, this is where I feel like it takes your business off because you're able to love people. And as women in business, I think this is the secret to success of not being in numbers of like how much money have you made? How many clients do you have? How many people liked your post? it's people and saying, I love people. I love myself. I feel this love and I'm going to love somebody today. And so if one person benefited from this post, it was successful. And that changes the game in your business because so many people give up in business because they're not as viral as someone else. They don't make as much money as other people say. They don't meet the mark with the numbers. But when you make it about love, which is a power we have as women that's what we want that's what we're about yes you can thrive in your business because then you show up again the next day and you serve someone else and it just grows and grows and grows and people feel that love and they want to buy from you they want to they like you they feel your love so they want to see what you're doing whether it's a service or product they are interested in what you have because they feel the love Yes, I love that so much. And it made me think of this too, because I have personally made this shift and I know you have too, Aubin. <laughs> this is why we're so passionate about it is because both Aubin and I came from, you know, growing up and being taught very much like this, your doing equals your worth, your doing yes. equals your value, you're graded on your doing. So we got very in the doings and there's perfectionism in there. But there's also so much burnout and it drains your energy. And you really do get in that cycle of like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. I got to do this. Uh, right. Yes. And so carrying that into, so both of us obviously run a coaching business and both of us kind of started out more that way where like numbers or likes on a reel or a post or like focusing on the amount of money you would want to make. And it's like, I'm telling you, like, I loved coaching so much because of my heart, because of my passion, because I love people, because I love, like, the impact, and I love helping people find themselves. But when I was forgetting that, and just focusing on, like, I have to do this, and I have to do that, and how do I say it right? And, ugh, like, I didn't like doing it, and yeah. I didn't want to do it. And I was tired and I felt like I had to do it. And it was like this forced thing. And when I really like got more into that energy of love, loving me, right. Loving that I have, that I love people that I have a passion for this, that that's really why I do it. I love that about me. And I love people too. And it was like, 
now my business seems so easy. Like I want to do a reel because I just want to share something good. I really don't care how many people like it. Like I almost post it and forget about it. Exactly. Because I'm just putting it out into the world. And I'm just so happy to share something, just goodness, just light, just love. Like it's so abundant that I want to share. I want to post. I want to talk. And I have gotten so many more clients when I stopped worrying about the the clients almost coming in. Right. Worrying about, do they feel something? Do they know that I care? Do they know that I am here because I want to be? Do they know that I love them immediately because I love me immediately? Like I just got my business grew so much easier from that place. So yes, I love that. And especially um, when you're loving yourself, people can feel that. And the term confidence gets used a lot. That's an emotion too. And it's a little bit different than love, but I feel like real confidence comes from just this energy of loving yourself too and just accepting and being okay with exactly the way you are who you are being like you said and it's not did i do enough today did i get the results i wanted it's i just love myself who i am and i get to be me in every way and capacity and there's no right or wrong it's just me and that just lets go so much of the pressure and you get to then have fun and enjoy your business. And I love that part of really stepping into this relationship with yourself. And then you're not running a business to feel good about yourself. Right. You're running a business because it's who you are. It's so different and just a different experience. Unless you feel good about yourself. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And it's just so much more fulfilling that way because business goes up and down. Like there's good days and bad days. You have months where you make more than you ever have and you have months where it just seems lower. But when you have this relationship with yourself, this love for yourself, this true confidence is what I like to call it, you you keep going because it wasn't about the results ever. Mm-hmm. And then the results keep coming because you don't give up. You don't make it, oh, this means it's not working. This means I shouldn't do it anymore, which so many people quickly do. You keep showing up in just this love and self-confidence and it attracts people to you because everyone wants to love themselves. Everyone wants to feel good about themselves. And they almost feel like, oh, being around her, I'll feel better about myself. But then just being around you more, they'll feel like, oh, I could just love myself too. And that's where as you give love, people are better at loving themselves as well. It's so true. And it makes your business so abundant. Like you talk about burnout, right? What burnout really is, is that our brain eventually has to escape the negative emotion that we're running it from. And we have to stop. Like we, it becomes our enemy. <laughs> like right. our own. Yeah. And it's the emotion we're running with. It's yeah. not necessarily the business or the idea it could be amazing. But if we're running it from, I'm not enough, I need to prove myself and I'm doing it wrong or nobody liked my post. It's like your brain has to eventually escape you. Yes. And I think that's such a good point because I've had people say, 
I don't have the energy to do posts every day anymore. And I say, well, let's look at the energy you're doing it from because what's draining you is not posting. What's draining you is the emotions and energy you're in when you're doing it, which takes energy away from you. So that's why you don't have the energy to do it every day. But when you come to this energy, like you were talking about when you do a reel and you're just so excited to share what you love and help people, that creates energy. You could do that every day easily and it will empower you to do more with your day. It's the same action of making a real very different experience and very different energy of draining or empowering you with more energy. And its origin is how you're feeling about yourself and not needing the validation from the real or the post, but because you have that already, you're that's fueling it and it creates more. Yes. And it's easy and fun. And that's like my favorite, honestly, a lot of my favorite emotions <laughs> to work from. I have cre created more and coached more people when I get into a space of yes, loving me, but also like, how could this be fun? And what could I share that like, I just love a lot of my posts and my content, I'll be honest, are what I love. <laughs> and turns out, a lot of other people love it too, but like if I am in their heads and I'm like, what do I not? Yes, I do love thinking of them and how it could serve them. But if I'm in a space of what should I post? Yeah. What will people like? And what like yeah. energy? I'm like, this is a task. I don't know. I'm confused. I'm tired. I want to do something else that's easier. I have to battle my brain. But exactly. Like, yeah. What do I just love about coaching. What has helped me? Like what thoughts do I just love talking about? Like I talk about all day, like what's fun to me. I get like antsy to share it. I get like so excited. And if nobody likes it, I'm like, I liked it. <laughs> Great. Exactly. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I love that. And I, as you were sharing that, it just made me really think about like building your relationship with yourself is a priority and people, I often see women, I'm like, Hey, what are your priorities? And they're like, well, my family is always a first and then my business. And I'm like, and, <laughs> and, and it's, and yourself. And those are my top three priorities. And when I've balanced those and made them all important to me, but my point here is your business is not you. Your priority is separate there. And so you need to give time and energy to loving yourself, taking care of yourself, just like you do your family, just like you do your business so that you have this healthy relationship to fuel those other priorities as well. And so you can almost say it's the most important priority because it it that sounds like so not how to say it but it it really makes sense because if you don't feel the love from within how are you going to love the people in your business how are you going to love your family like it and it doesn't mean all day it means like i like to exercise i like to journal i like to read i like to just take some time for myself and it doesn't have to be going to the spa all day which sometimes people think that's what it means but it's just um these little things of daily things you can do that help you feel that love and know you're okay. And then you can go share that with people. Yeah. And with that, like when you were talking about <clears throat> like filling your own cup, the way I describe it to a lot of my clients too, is that whatever your cup is full of, 
is going to spill out onto others. So if it's yeah. full of negative self-talk or belief, it's full of anger, resentment, shame, like exhaustion and just like, I'm never enough. That's what spills out onto your children or your spouse or your business, right? Yeah. But if that cup is filled up with like, I am enough and so are you. And I love me and I love you. And I can give myself grace. And I can give you grace, like whatever that cup is full of, that's what spills over. So a lot of women just only want to think of being something for everyone, which is lovely. The easiest, easiest way to do that is to do it inside first and just let it spill out. And then it's just, you don't have to try so hard. Yes. I love how you say that. And that's so true. And it just makes it easier because how you talk to yourself is a hundred percent in your control. Yeah. And people like, when I realized that that's what changed my life because I was focusing so much on trying to change results, circumstances in my life. And it felt like I couldn't because you can't, you can't control everything outside of you, but you can control how you respond, how you show up, who you are in any situation. And this, all of this, what we've been talking about just helps you to feel that power of this is me. I'm here. I got my own back. I'm good. And I'm going to just share this with everyone. And it makes it, I just think it makes life fun and enjoyable and takes all the pressure off because it's not just about what you do. It's just enjoying it and being who you are. Yeah, let's get results the fun way, the way that feels good. Exactly. I learned that was possible. And Aubin and I are here to tell you it is possible. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I think that if anything people take away from this today, it's simply love yourself and it will change your life. And you will get everything you want, but it won't even matter because you'll feel so good. What people don't realize is that they're wanting those results. They want to make other people happy so that they can feel loved. They can feel happy. They can feel good about themselves. And when you reverse that and just feel good about yourself now, love yourself, and then move forward to do everything because you want to, you don't need it. You don't have to. It happens faster. It's enjoyable. And you enjoy the process. So true. The truest. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. So as we wrap up, is there anything else you would like to add to everything we've said, Trisha? Um, Yeah, just super quick. Um, I know sometimes the word or people saying love yourself, people are like, how and when and what does it look like? And it can feel so weird and Mm -hmm. backwards. I get it. It can feel like upside down and backwards. The little ways that I do that starting just in my head, because if I thought I had to add more to do's, yeah taking care of my kids and taking care of the house and taking care of my business like and I was like oh I gotta take care of me so really just start with it in your own head of like truly what I do is just having my thoughts be kinder and it takes a little more awareness it takes some effort but it's pretty easy to implement and then the actions will kind of naturally flow like I go to yoga because I'm already thinking like what do I need today And how could I fit that in? And what would really feel good to me? And I make it pretty simple, but it's like on my mind. So my kids are on my mind. My business is on my mind, but I'm on my mind too. And it's an easy, simple way to start is just 
what do I need right now? Or if I'm freaking out or I'm overwhelmed or I can just tell that I'm shorter with my kids or I'm, I'll just like pause in my head and be like, what do I need? Am I scared? Am I overwhelmed? Oh, I'm really overwhelmed. What could I do right now? You know, and just add like thoughts first, just even allowing your emotion, just a little less judgment. So it doesn't even have to be these big to-dos yet it can just start in your mind and in your heart and your emotions really yes I love that and I think it's so it almost sounds too easy when I tell this to people like no you can't just change your thoughts and it'll change everything I'm like yeah you really can (laughs) and I I know we're wrapping up but I have the story that came to my mind is we were saying that of I was working out the other day and I go to these intense weightlifting classes that are so empowering with all these women but it was really hard and I was not feeling it. And I was in my head starting to say, this is too hard for you. You should leave early, give up. What are you thinking you can do this? But because I'm in this world of coaching and recognize thoughts and have learned to be more self-aware, I was like, ah, wait, look how I'm talking to myself. I would never say this to any of these other women. So I said, what would I say to these other women if they were me? Kind of going back to what we've said. And I just started like hyping myself up. I'm like, you got this girl, keep trying push it. You got one more rep. You can do it. And then all of a sudden it became fun, easier. And I loved it. And it, all I changed was what I was saying in my head to go (laughs) with what you just said. And it wasn't about what I was doing. It wasn't like, Oh, push harder, use your willpower. It was saying it differently in my head. It is so simple, but it changed the whole experience. I think that too. What my common phrases are, get it girl (laughs) to myself, or I'll be like, nailed it even though I know I made mistakes, like when I was in coaching, right? You don't do it perfect. And every time I came out of my office and Jared, my husband would say, how did it go? And I'd be like, nailed it. I said it on purpose because I wanted to train my brain to think of it that way. Did I do it perfect? No, didn't matter. I nailed it because they showed up. That's nailing it. (laughs) Exactly. I love that. And that's, you can apply this to your business in any way of like, how is your business going? I used to say like, Oh yeah, I've only made this much. I don't have enough clients. What energy does that create? How do I feel about it? And when I say, oh my gosh, it's going well, I'm doing it. This is why it's working. And this is so good. You can always find evidence for what you want. And that by choosing to talk that way to yourself, you're creating a relationship with yourself. You're building the love. It's not fake positivity or anything like that. It's just consciously choosing how you talk to yourself to create a good relationship with yourself because that is your choice and that is in your power just as much as any other relationship. And this is the foundation of all your relationships, your business, your life. So yes, it's worth the time. Yes, it's worth investing in coaching with Trisha or me or anyone that you know that would help you because this changes everything for you to really have the business life relationships experience you want. Oh, I love it. Yes. Thank you so much. Okay. Trisha, how can people follow you, get to know you if they want to know more about what you do? Yes. So on Instagram, I am coach.trisha, T-R-I-S-H-A. Um, you can find me there. My email is trisha at coachtrisha.com. You can email me there. I have a website that is in the works. We are redoing it. So that's oh, not cool. currently. That's okay. That's <laughs> well, awesome. Um, it's coachtrisha.com, but it's being revamped. So there's awesome. that. And yeah. That's awesome. And like promised, 
We are doing a retreat the first weekend of October. We have another amazing friend that's going to be there with us, Karina B. Singer, who is actually Trisha's sister-in-law. And they, we are all working together to have this empowerment of women retreat. And we aren't selling spots yet, but we are thinking of opening it up for pre-sale the very beginning of August. So follow both of us, watch for that because we're going to give a lower price and give you first access to it before it really opens up for sale. And we're going to have so much work on relationships with Trisha. And then Karina helps with emotions and healing through tapping and nature. And then I'm going to work on your vision, empowerment, your feminine energy, and reaching your highest self to be who you want to be and create what you want to create in life. It's just going to be a powerful trio of us three and then a bunch of women together, which is always fun at a retreat. It's going to be in Heber, Utah. And yeah, it's October 5th through 7th. So two nights leaving Saturday morning. Is there anything else you would add, Trisha? I'm just so excited for this retreat. I think when women come together, oh, it's just so empowering, but also healing because you're with women, you already kind of understand and get each other on a level that maybe your husband doesn't get you. Exactly. <laughs> um, and you're going to learn from each other and it's going to be super interactive. There's going to be friendships made. We're going to go on some hikes and do some relaxing things. Maybe some yoga or Pilates will be in there. We're going to have healthy food and coaching and classes and just a ton of love. Yeah, love. That's been the theme today, right? So of course there's going to be love. And should we tell them how cheap it is if the pre-sale? I think we should. It's only $300 starting the beginning of August. So that is a steal of a deal for everything we just said. Board, food and coaching. Yeah, like I can't believe when I hear that price, I'm like, uh, but we just want to make it super affordable, easy for anyone that wants to come. So tell your friends, be ready. That's going to be open the first week of August, first through 5th on our profiles. So follow us on Instagram and grab one of those spots because there's only 12 spots. So it's yeah. not huge. Some retreats are bigger, but we're keeping it small and intimate for the best experience and making it super affordable. So we hope to see you there. And this has been great to talk with you today, Trisha. Thanks so much for coming. And I hope that everyone that listened feels more empowered and ready to love themselves to enjoy their life and get exactly what they're wanting, not because they need it, but just because they want it. And it will just make it all so much more possible for you. Yay. Your wants are good. <laughs> we love yes. you all. Thank you, Trisha. Well, have a good week, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. And if this episode has helped you at all, all I ask is that you share it with somebody or leave a review. Doing these little things can change people's lives and it makes a big impact on how many people are able to hear what I am teaching and help us all thrive as women in business. All right, I will see you next week.